All right, so welcome back, everyone. I am not Pastor Dan Hertzler, but this is still the Refuge Church <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so it's just Mike and myself today. Pastor Dan is not present right now. He's okay. That's away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's given us the keys to the kingdom and the laptop. So we're still <laughs> on board for recording the podcast. But So buckle up. Yeah. If you guys are new, this is your first podcast. Um, this is probably not going to be how most podcasts go because Pastor Dan is usually kind of the, the mediator, I guess. Would moderator. You say? Moderator. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm kind of filling his shoes. They're pretty big. So just be, bear with me. <laughs> but um, kind of the whole idea with this podcast is really taking the idea of what does discipleship actually look like? And bringing that into, Pastor Dan likes to say, the common space, like bringing it into where you are, you know, in your daily life. And so the goal of this is just to kind of move beyond just church attendance, but just really looking at what does it mean to follow Jesus on a day-to-day basis? Um, and so we've been looking at just the past couple of weeks, just different parables that have really stood out to us on our walk in Pastor Dan and I both shared, and then Mike is going to kick us off with one today. Um, so, Mike, where are we going to? Where are we, what are we looking at? Yeah, uh, you did a great job with that intro, by the way. <laughs> we were figuring out ahead of the show who was going to do it, and uh, well done. Yeah. So, um, I am. I'm going to take us to Matthew seven. Uh, I've talked about this before on the podcast in some different episodes. Um, we're going to be in verse 24, uh, and basically, Jesus has been um, giving the sermon on the the mount. Right? It's it's super famous. This sermon. Um, people call it like his, his magnificent work or whatever it was. Right. Um, and he's been, um, just preaching and going and going and going, talking about the kingdom of heaven and, um, really just revealing, um, more of the law, right? Mm. Um, it's not just don't murder, but don't hate Mm. someone. It's not just don't commit adultery, but don't even lust, um, you know, and the seriousness that, that, that is within there and, um, how he came to fulfill the law, um, those different things. So, um, or yeah. So we find ourselves, uh, in Matthew seven, right. In verse 24, it's the end of the sermon on the Mount, right? This is like his, his close. And, uh, he says in verse 24, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the wind blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. And then in verse 28, it continues and says, and when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching for he was teaching them as one who had authority, not as their scribes. So what I love about, um, this parable is that I've heard I feel like hundreds of sermons on this, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. is probably a bit of an exaggeration, but, um, so many and in my own walk in, in, in my own journey, what, what I tend to hear most mm-hmm. is, and if you just put your faith in Jesus, if you just put your trust in him, yeah. you will be like one who has built their house on a rock. 
Well, the fun stuff for me is that walking through the hard seasons of my life where I have put my faith and my trust in Jesus, I do not feel like I have built my house on a rock. (laughs) And so something's not connecting here. And uh, it wasn't until uh, probably in the last like 18 months, Mm -hmm. just again, reading through it, where all of a sudden it jumped out what Jesus actually said, which was anyone who hears these words of mine and then puts them into practice is like one who has built their house on a rock. See, here's what's interesting. When, When I was just putting my faith in Jesus, and also not really like focusing on, on different areas of my walk that maybe God was calling me into. Mm-hmm. I really felt like I wasn't actually putting anything that he had mm. just said into practice. Wow. And so, well, yeah, my house wasn't built on a rock. It was built on sand and it was a hard season of life. Um, for a long time. But the other interesting thing too is just looking at verse 28 and there's a reason that I included it. And it is because it says when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching for he was teaching uh, them as one who had authority. Jesus didn't come for us to be astonished at his teaching. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He literally just said, hear these words and put them into practice. The people were sitting there astonished at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority. And yet I think Sinclair Ferguson writes in his book, the sermon on the Mount, um, just about how the intention of saying this very thing was for people to hear these words and to put them into practice. Mm -hmm. And, and I'll say one more thing, Ryan, and then I'll let you jump in. Um, it reminds me of, uh, the great commission Mm. where, uh, it says to go and make disciples of all nations and teach them to observe Mm. all that I have commanded Mm -hmm. you. We focus a lot on go and make disciples. And what does that look like? And what does it mean to follow Jesus? And those are important questions. And and we, again, we don't have this thing figured out at all, but one of the things that I feel like I'm figuring out Mm -hmm. is that the absence of, um, that reality of teaching them to observe what Jesus has commanded, teaching myself to observe what Jesus has commanded, to put these things into Mm. practice. It's more than just learning who Jesus was. Mm. It's more than just learning um, what Jesus said Mm -hmm. and why we should listen to him. It's actually learning to put those things into practice in Mm. my life every single day because the God of all creation said that there's wisdom in it. Yeah. No, that's good. And, and I think because, too, when you look at it within the parable, it's like the reality is the rain is coming. Right. The storms are coming. The world doesn't take a day off. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's really, it doesn't matter if your house is built on the rock or not, the rain's coming. Right. <laughs> so, so, it's, so Jesus in this moment, I think it's awesome because he's taking this time of saying, you've heard my teachings, right? You know, coming after the Sermon on the Mount. Now, Put them into practice, Mm -hmm. you know, here, you know, uh, in the old Testament, the word here, Shema, you know, when it says hero Israel, the Lord, your God, the Lord is one, Mm -hmm. you know, love the Lord, your God, da, 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 da here. It's a two part it's here and do here and put into practice, right? you know? And so I think just even in this part, it's, you see so much of the practicality of if you hear what I'm saying, if, if it's actually, you know, it's not just, oh, yeah, that's that's some good advice, but you're actually taking the words right. 
holding on to them and then actually putting them into practice. And I think though, from the root, right? Because, you know, I, th- I think where a lot of times we go to where we start to get a little sideways is when it just becomes about practice, 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 and we lose the love element. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because Jesus says, you know, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Yeah. And I think it's like the love is the, is the root by which we actually keep the commandments, mm-hmm. you know, but the wisdom of the commandments, you know, you've said so many times, they're not just arbitrary things that, oh yeah, don't do this, you know, go sit in the corner. Right. God is not you. a fun sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but because he knows the rain's coming, mm-hmm. because he knows that this world is not ultimately our home, that we're just passing through, he's telling us how to actually navigate this life. And if it looks hard, sure, it might be hard. Um, it would be a whole lot harder if your house is built on sand. Yeah. You know, and so I think it's like to count the cost, right? Because Jesus talks about counting the cost to follow him. Yeah. I mean, can you count the cost to not follow him? Oh, that's, that's infinitely greater. Like in terms of the cost to not follow him is to go through life being carried and tossed by the shifting of the, you know, the seasons of our lives, right? You you are just thrown around, um, you know, but, but I think though too, Christ being the rock, how do you think that plays into Right. The commandments, obviously keeping them, doing them, that being the rock of the foundation. But what do you think about just Christ himself being the rock? Yeah. How how do we marry those two together? Interesting, because they're they're two very similar statements you're referencing. Is it Corinthians? Mm -hmm. um, Right. Where it talks about Christ, the rock of our faith. Mm -hmm. And so that's where a lot of the confusion comes in with this parable, Mm -hmm. because um, when you look at that verse, it's easy to to um, kind of superimpose one on the other. And that's Mm -hmm. not what we're doing here. But if I'm understanding you, you're asking, how do we mix? Right. Yeah. Right. So. I love it. It's so good. Um, well, when we think about Jesus, mm-hmm. I think for me, it goes back to my dad used to tell me all the time, uh, particularly whenever I was um, just struggling with the idea of faith. Mm. At the end of the day, either God is who he says that he is or he mm-hmm. is not. Yeah. And it's a weighty statement, but it's also a pretty liberating one mm. because if he is, well, then there's weight to that and we need to investigate it. And if he's not, well, then why does any of this matter? Right. And then there's freedom in that. Um, or at least it seems like there's freedom in that. Um, and so whenever I think about that with Christ being the rock of, of our salvation, um, I think what it calls to mind is for me, when the rain is coming, Mm -hmm. even whenever my house is built on a firm foundation, Mm -hmm. I know who my God is. Mm -hmm. And I know that at the end of the day, he is who he says that he is. Mm. And so I am able to navigate those situations. Um, and I'm still learning to do those because I don't, I don't always get them right, but I'm, I'm learning to navigate hard situations, Mm -hmm. trusting God, which is not a lot of fun in the moment. Um, 
but it's also a lot of fun because I'm seeing him be my God. Mm-hmm. And it's almost this circular logic, which you're not supposed to use in terms of how it just keeps feeding into itself. But to know um, that Jesus is who he says that he is. He claimed to be God. Mm-hmm. And people that were closest to him looked at him and said, yeah, I see it. Okay. He started a religion mm-hmm. that has lasted for centuries. And there's been a lot of abuses in that. And his name has been used for um, a lot of terrible things. Uh, Let's get back to the person, though. He claimed to be God. He started a religion. The list of the people that have done those two things is one person, and his name is Jesus Christ. And, I mean, he's the author and perfecter of our our faith. He's Mm -hmm. he's the one that came, and whenever he was telling us, you know, to to do these things, to put them into practice, because... um, I know what is good for you. He wasn't doing it as this condescending God from his throne. I mean, he was doing it literally as 100% God, 100% human, walking through the same life, walking, living as a first century Jewish man under the tyrannical oppression of Rome. Mm -hmm. Like when we think about it in those terms, people all the time, they want to humanize Jesus. Jesus humanized himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that that's a large question Mm. for me. How do we marry those two things? Um, but if he is like that starting point for Mm -hmm. me, well then I have to take seriously the words that he says. Yeah. And whenever he says that there is wisdom in putting into practice Mm -hmm. all that he's commanded, that's how I guess I would marry those two things. Yeah. And I think too, you really touched on something that I think even deserves more attention is when you said he's the author and the finisher. You know, and, and I think what that, what that communicates is he's there at the beginning and he's there at the end, you know, and the reason why you hearing and doing what he says is a rock is because he is the rock, you know, if he wasn't the rock, the sovereign God of all creation, then it wouldn't matter if we did what he said or not. like if he wasn't who he He'd said just be he, another Joe Schmo. Yeah. It'd be right. okay. This could be good advice for today, but it wouldn't be. No, 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 no. There is severe consequence of not doing what he says, you know? And, and I think it's just at the bare minimum, it's you're settling for so little. Yeah. Like you're, you're settling for, for the, for a life that he did not intend for you to have. Right. And not because he wanted to handcuff you, but he wanted to liberate us, you know? And, and so to me, it just, that part really stood out was if I can trust that he is the author and the finisher of my faith. And if my faith is in him, then sovereignly, I know that, right. All things work together for the good of the one who loves God and call and is called according to his purpose. Right. And so there is this rest, I think, that we can enter into having seen and known this rock and then having heard what he said. And I think that and that is so good with our confidence is not in how well we do what he says but in who he says he is. Right. Because I mean, as you talk about entering into that rest, it's because Jesus did it all Mm -hmm. right. It's, it's not because we are able to 
like do anything in terms of our saving grace in terms yeah. of our own salvation. And that's mm-hmm. what, so you said earlier too, good advice, mm-hmm. uh, telling someone to, to, to live their life a certain way mm-hmm. so that they don't go to hell. That's really good advice, but it's not the good news. Yeah. The good news is that Jesus is Lord, that he came and he did everything mm-hmm. that you can't possibly do mm-hmm. and you have no claim to it. And he said, this is a free gift that I'm giving to you now enter into this rest. Mm-hmm. And Oh, by the way, I created you with a very specific purpose. I created this whole creation. I know how all the different systems and nature and everything work differently than than you possibly could for all your science and all your academics and all your enlightenment. I know how this thing actually goes. And so now that you have been redeemed, the posture of one who has been redeemed, who loves me, Mm -hmm. is to do what I commanded you to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this because it's what is good for you, right? And if you do these things, then you will be like one who built their house on a rock. So that when the rain comes, because the world doesn't take a day off, Mm. your house won't fall down. And I think too, if you're in a spot where you feel like your house is falling down and what does that mean? But just your life feels like it's spinning out of control. You know, you're going through something maybe just today, right now in this moment. You know, it might not be some crazy life event or maybe it is, but maybe you just feel weary and you feel like things are kind of falling apart. You know, what I would say, though, is listen, all it takes is just turn a turn back. You know, like it it doesn't require right years of catching up. You know, if you've been if you if you've been a Christian, you know, but you really are now realizing that you've been drifting away from Christ and your house is kind of falling apart. Today is the day to allow the saving effect of Christ to bring you back to who he says he is. And let this be the day that the, that the new graces and the new mercies of God brings you back to a place of resting in his finished work so that then you can hear and follow him. Yeah. You know, and and because the reality is all of our houses at some point in our life, all of our lives are going to feel, even if it's just for a moment, like they're falling apart, you know? So don't beat yourself up if you feel like the foundation of your life right now is not built upon hearing and doing the words of Christ or upon, you know, just the reality that Christ is himself actually called the rock. Um, you know, and so Mike, just as we kind of wrap things up here, like what practically, you know, kind of diving a little more into that area, what practically can, can we take away from this, you know, just in whatever season we're at? Yeah, I think you said it really well, um, hear and do, Hmm. um, oftentimes Jesus, whenever he would teach, he would say, um, you have heard it said, but I say to you. Um, and so hear and do, and maybe you're sitting there as you're walking, um, through whatever season that you're in and and you're saying, well, how do I know what Jesus said? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. Um, we'd love to talk to you about that. Uh, but start in your, start in the Bible, right? 
um, you know, if you struggle with reading through the gospels, um, check out John first, but, but Jesus has a lot of teachings and a lot to say in Matthew and Mark, um, and in Luke, uh, and, and just walk through those stories. His, his words are there. They're trusted and they're true. Um, Paul says in second Timothy three sixteen that, that all scriptures God breathed. Um, and it is, um, it's without error. It's useful for teaching. It's God's still word for you today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can see, um, what Jesus said, uh, in, and and how that can apply to your life. And if, if you want to go deeper with that, um, you know, we'd love to talk to you. You can do that, um, by reaching out to us at info at churchrefuge.com. Um, and, uh, or just, you know, getting a hold of the church office somehow or something like that. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. And, you know, one, one thing that kind of comes to mind, you know, as well is, um, just realize that, that as we're all called to be, you know, um, ones who, it, who actually ourselves open up the word, right. Yeah. Not to just rely on even us, <laughs> you know, talking, right. um, we are not Jesus. We are not the Holy spirit. Can the Holy spirit be speaking through us? Absolutely. And I pray that he is to you right now, but God is calling you firsthand to come to the source, you know? And so what I would say is as you're in the word and as you come to places that may be challenging or you hear something of Jesus that might just know that the command of Jesus is the empowerment by which he enables you to do the thing that he's commanding you to do. So good. You know, and so just know that he has given you supernatural power to actually walk with him. So be confident in him as you dive into the word, you know, and as you go about this week that, that he will empower you. He will, he will empower you to live above the, the, the chains of sin and the chains of this world that, that look to ensnare you. So, you know, I pray that you guys would be encouraged today, wherever you're going, you know, um, just as, as we, you know, wrap up, we just pray that, um, you would know that as a listener, you know, we, we, we do this for you all, you know, and you are deeply cherished and loved by us. And, you know, like Mike was saying, if there's anything we can do, you know, for you, if we can pray with you, we can encourage you or steer you in, in, in the direction at all in life, you know, just feel free to reach out to us. You know, Mike shared, you know, info at churchrefuge.com. Um, but we just pray that you would have an amazing day today, you know, and that you would know that God is with you. He's for you. He's in you. Uh, just have a great day and God bless.